Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program. I made the decision, based on the data I collected, to report this information to my superiors and multiple inspectors general, and in effect becoming a whistleblower. Okay, that's amazing. (laughs) There's so many stories about UFOs in the news these days. In fact, what you just heard right there is testimony in the United States before the House Oversight Committee. And this testimony, that little bit that you heard, has been kind of explosive with the things that they've been saying. Claims of alien technology, sightings by members of the military, airplane pilots, uh, you name it. What are we supposed to think about all this? Like, are we making progress and opening up this information Can we trust this? Well, Dr. Avi Loeb is a director of the Institute for Theory and Computation at Harvard University and author of Interstellar, The Search for Extraterrestrial Life and Our Future in the Stars, and joins us now. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. What is this testimony all about? What is going on? Well, uh, there were two pilots that uh, described encounters they had, uh, but more importantly, David Grush, that you mentioned, uh, was had a top uh, security clearance uh, within uh, the Department of Defense, and he claims that he spoke with 40 witnesses, 40, 40 people, uh, who told him that there, uh, there are secret programs for retrieval and reverse engineering of materials, of gadgets, of uh, spacecraft, of non-human origin uh, at the possession of the U.S. government. And when asked by representatives in the U.S. Uh, Congress to give him, uh, to give them the details, the contact information of those people, he said he will be happy to do so. And presumably he already gave them tho- those contact uh, details. And uh, he knows of the locations and the people that were involved in those programs. So that is a, a big revelation. And, um, you know, for many years we had reports, and many of them perhaps were not uh, uh, particularly uh, 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 trustworthy, but now it comes from within government. This is what I'm wondering about. Now, how did we get to this point where they're having government hearings on this issue? Well, because the U.S. Congress uh, uh, had legislation just uh, about half a year ago allowing whistleblowers to speak about this subject without being worried of uh, legal implications. And as a result, uh, David Grush came forward. Uh, So that allowed him, even though he signed the agreements within government, not to speak about what uh, his his, uh, work, uh, he was he reported to the inspector general of the uh, intelligence uh, community and uh, and provided uh, some uh, classified details on, on what he heard. And uh, in this public hearing, he spoke about unclassified details. Now, some of the stuff that he's talked about is actually quite remarkable. He said that they've worked on reverse engineering UFOs. Like All of this, is it going to go any further, Dr. Loeb, do you think? Like, will this bring up more questions? Will there be more digging? 
yes, if it's real. If it's not real, then if it's fabricated, then, of course, nothing will come out of it. But it sounds like, I mean, these people were testifying under oath. And he provided the uh, contact information of specific individuals enrolled in these secretive uh, programs. Now, you may ask, why would the government hide such a program? One possible reason is in order to gain advantage over adversaries in terms of learning about technologies that humans do not possess. That's, uh, and so they may have provided it to commercial entities, some companies, to look into. The government is not a scientific organization. They cannot really figure out what it means. So they gave it to some companies, and those companies kept it secret so that they will continue to get funded by the U.S. Uh, the Department of Defense. So you can imagine this cycle. Um, but in principle, anything coming from interstellar space that has nothing to do with national borders, because uh, you know it came from thousands of light years away. Uh, that should be information released to scientists because scientists are qualified to figure out what it means, uh, and perhaps that will happen in the coming months or years. You know, I'm one of these scientists very interested in this subject. I established the Galileo project at Harvard University exactly two years ago. Today is the birthday of this project. And we built an observatory to monitor the sky. We just came back from an expedition to the Pacific Ocean where we collected materials from an interstellar meteor. So anything that you've heard surprise you at all? Yeah, I mean, I was not aware of the fact that the government has these programs because they were secretive. Uh, I was always uh, interested in the possibility that we might have objects uh, of technological origin near Earth because uh, the first two interstellar objects, objects that came from outside the solar system recognized by astronomers, the first two of them looked peculiar, strange, not like rocks that we are familiar with. And my colleagues tried to say, well, there are rocks of a type that we've never seen before. But I did not subscribe to that club. I said, look, they are strange. Maybe they are of technological origin. That's what I've been working on for several years now. And this was ridiculed by people who are used to describing stones, uh, people that model rocks in the sky as stones. And they said anything in the sky must be stones. There was actually a paper published just two weeks ago saying, Everything is stones. You know, we, we, uh, the government data is wrong if it doesn't uh, describe stones. And I say that is the stone age of science. We need to move beyond that. If there is interesting evidence, we should explore it. Okay. Are, do you think we're getting to that point, though? Are we moving behind it? And does this constitute that interesting evidence? I do think so. I mean, I'm now examining the materials that we collected in the Pacific Ocean, and we shall see what we find in the coming weeks. And then the U.S. government uh, at some point may come forward with uh, what it has. And altogether, you know, the sky is not classified. The oceans are not classified. We should be able to figure it out. If there are objects of technological origin that came from outside the solar system, we will find it out. You know, it's a road that was not taken. And that's why there could be low-hanging fruit. It's a road that we think was not taken. But some of these whistleblowers indicate that maybe the road was taken. We just didn't know about it. Yeah, it's because the U.S. government has a day job, which is uh, to defend the, the safety of military personnel and, uh, uh, and civilians uh, from anything in the sky. So they monitor the sky, and it's quite likely that they notice things that are unusual. Astronomers are looking at very distant sources of light uh, at the edge of the universe. They don't care about what's happening near Earth. So it's quite natural that the government would be first to notice something. Well, Dr. Lip, thank you so much for your time on that this morning.
Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Avi Loeb, Director of the Institute for Theory and Computation at Harvard University, author of Interstellar, The Search for Extraterrestrial Life and Our Future in the Stars. You've seen the stories. I've seen the stories. I was curious about them, too. It's like, what's with all these headlines and stories about uh, UFOs these days? It's because of this House Oversight Committee, U.S. government, holding this hearing to let whistleblowers say what they want to say. And they've heard from three witnesses in particular. One was David Grush, who uh, Dr. Loeb was talking about there. Another is a man named David Fravor, who's an ex-Navy commander, who reported witnessing an object flying across the sky during a 2004 training mission. Tried to talk about that publicly. And then another person named Ryan Graves, who's a retired Navy pilot, who also claims to have spotted unidentified aerial phenomena off the Atlantic coast. And he said every day for at least a couple of years, he said he saw this, right? This is the first time I think you've seen it talked about that publicly, which makes it so interesting. 